welcome to Pilates Students Manual. Everything you want to know about Pilates in one place. I'm Olivia, and I'll be your host. Jump in the conversation on Instagram at Pilates Students Manual, and be sure to subscribe for updates on new episodes. Let's learn something new together. Hello, everyone. It is I, Olivia, and I am here with some tips for you as you are embarking in the wild world of virtual classes. So we've been at home. I'm here in Chicago, and I've been at home for just over two months now, and I have explored and expanded and taken a bunch of classes, taught a bunch of classes virtually, so I want to give you the lowdown on how to get the most out of your virtual classes. When I'm talking about virtual classes, there's a couple different categories of that. We're talking about live virtual classes, usually offered by a teacher or a studio, Those are happening all the time. They may have a set schedule. It may just be the teacher offering them, or it may be, like I said, a studio having a little bit more organized effort. That could be happening as well. Or you might be watching a class on something like YouTube that has been pre-recorded that you could watch over and over again. There's lots of that out there as well. So just keeping in mind that there are classes that are happening at set times, and then there are also classes that you can really watch at your leisure. One is not better than the other, definitely not. Uh, It's really whatever fits in your schedule, but there's kind of two different ways of looking at it, whether you need to be prepared like at a certain time because the teacher is there teaching at that time, or whether you're just setting aside time to do a class that's been recorded. There are lots of benefits to taking virtual classes, including the cost. They might be as inexpensive as free, or it might be a less expensive membership. I know that the studios that I teach for were doing something like $50 for the month of unlimited virtual classes that were being taught by studio teachers. So there may be a cost associated with it. It may be less. And that goes for uh, virtual privates as well, which I'll talk about. The cost might be less. So if that is a factor in your movement planning, that might be a nice perk. Also, the timing may fit more in your schedule. If it's a live class, there is more than just that one live class. So if you do have something like a studio membership, there may be more classes to choose from. The fact that you don't have to go to the studio to take the class will make it a little bit easier. And if you're watching a pre-recorded class, you can really do it at any time of the day or night. Virtual classes are also accessible if you are traveling or if you are at home, as many of us are. You can take the class in your living room. You can take it in your bedroom. You can take it in a hotel room that it's really flexible because it is just you and your computer or your phone. Another thing that's really great, friends who have family, who have small children perhaps, or partners, or people coming in to your life or things, you're not disrupting anyone if you have to stop and take care of your kid, or if you have to go to the bathroom in the middle, you don't have to like get up in the middle of class, or you do, but no one knows, and so that's kind of a nice thing as well, especially for everyone who has their kids at home. There's also a nice privacy factor that you can take the class, you can try things or not try things, and you don't have any eyes on you necessarily. 
If it's a pre-recorded class, you're doing it. There's no interaction. Even if it's a live class, there might be less interaction, which might be a perk for you if you are shy or self-conscious. You can start with those virtual classes. Another thing that's really great is that there are so many amazing teachers out there and the internet is vast. And so you can really find a teacher who you like, who speaks to you, who may not even be in your area. And you can take classes with them just because those classes are happening online. And that's pretty amazing. So when we're talking about preparing to take a virtual class, if you are taking a live class in this case, you do want to set the space and have your equipment and your mat ready just so that you can really just get into it and not be distracted or feel like you have to run around and get set up. If you have that stuff set, if you know when you're taking that class, it's just going to get you in that headspace, get you ready to exercise. Also set the intention to take that class, especially when we're home. It's really easy to say, oh, you know, I don't want to or oh never mind really set the intention to take the class if you can mark it in your calendar mark yourself as unavailable and just make sure that this class time is for you and it's a non-negotiable even for me who teaches Pilates I do have to really be honest with myself and say look you can keep saying oh I don't want to oh I don't want to but you really need to make that priority and set that intention I'm going to take a class at this time I'm not available to do anything else at this time I'm not available to watch Netflix I'm not available for a phone call I'm not available to teach because I have this class on my schedule. Just a little technical thing, make sure that you have the up-to-date software that you need. If you're taking the class on Zoom, you want to make sure you have the most updated version in terms of security and also in terms of it working, just so that you can really enjoy the class and not be taken out of the class because you have to really quick restart your computer. So make sure you've got what you need in terms of taking the class. If it is a live class, do sign in a couple minutes early if it's just through the studio or if it's something on Instagram or Facebook. You just want to make sure that you're not missing anything. So if you can be there a couple minutes early, that's fantastic. If you know the instructor, if this is something through your, the studio, I can tell you that I love when students say hi. You don't have to stay muted. If you're watching it on something like Facebook or Instagram Live, put a comment, just say, hey, it's really good to see friendly faces as a teacher. So if that's something you're comfortable with, do say hi to the instructor, even if it's like on Zoom, just in the chat, just be like, hey, Olivia. And I'll be like, yay, friends. That'll be really nice. I love to hear from you both before class or after class if you can stick around for a second. If the class you're taking is a donation class, I highly recommend that you support the teacher and donate. The suggested donation may be listed, may not be listed, but if the teacher is offering their time, just show them that you value their time and do pay something for the donation class if you're financially able to do so. If you're taking a virtual class, it's still nice to have the space set. It's still nice to have the intention set, especially if you're trying to make exercise a habit. If you know that Tuesdays at six o'clock, you're going to take a class, whether it's a class on YouTube or it's a live class that's happening with a teacher that you know, having that space set, that intention set, your calendar marked is really going to help you in terms of maintaining that habit and really being there. Same thing goes, have the up-to-date software so there's nothing that you can be like, oh, well, you know, I have to restart my computer, I can't take class. No, like, get yourself set up and maybe take a couple minutes beforehand and just like take a couple breaths, get yourself hyped. I'm really big on mentally hyping myself up before a class and be like, ooh, okay, we got this. So, you know, if that's you, definitely be there and then you've got it, go for it. During class, whether it's a live class or a recorded class, always do your best and always do what feels right in your body. I like to say in my classes while I'm teaching them that everything that I'm offering is a suggestion. So don't feel that you have to do everything, but do try new things. 
especially if you feel safe doing so. Like you never know until you try. So within reason, try new things and have a good attitude about it. You don't have to be perfect. No one is judging you. Even if you're taking a class live and the teacher is offering feedback as the class is happening to you, it's always from a place of love. It's always from a place of support. Modify as needed. Even if the teacher doesn't offer a modification, if you know that it doesn't feel good on your wrists, if you're doing something like a quadruped position where you're on your hands and knees, always modify, whether that means taking a break, whether that means in the wrists case, maybe you have your hands on a towel so that you're taking a little pressure off your wrist. Maybe you're on your forearms. You don't need to justify doing a modification ever. It's always most important that you do what feels best in your body. If you are taking a live class, it's totally cool at the end of class to ask the teacher a question. If you had something going on with your wrist or your knee or something felt great or something felt weird, we love talking about our stuff. Well, maybe I should just say I, but I love talking about what I taught and how your body was feeling when you were doing it. So feel free to ask a question after class. If you have a lot of questions or if you have stuff going on in your body, whether that's injuries or if you have contraindications, something like osteoporosis or you're pregnant, that you have a lot of modifications that are going to need to happen for your body at this time, you may want to talk to the teacher and see if you could schedule a virtual private with them or now a lot of studios are open for in-person privates, especially if you love the teacher. Just show them that you respect their time and if you really care about the exercise, which yay, amazing, you have those questions. See if you can set aside some time to really talk with the teacher and they'll help walk you through it, walk you through some modifications because you don't have to know what those modifications are. Like that's the teacher's job. Ask them and if you can take an entire hour and create a plan, that would be great too. I would absolutely love that. Coming up after the break, I'm going to talk a little bit more about virtual privates and also the importance of making movement a priority in your life. there. Enjoying the episode? Me too. You should definitely subscribe so you get notifications about new episodes. And if you love it, maybe leave me a review. That would be awesome. Thanks for sharing the Pilates love. Now back to the show. Jumping into private sessions, I absolutely love teaching private sessions. I think they are so important, and I know that there can be a little bit of mystery surrounding them, especially if you're new to exercise. You may think that privates aren't for you, but I am here to tell you that they are, whether it's Pilates or yoga or whatever form of movement you're doing, private sessions are for everyone, whether you're just getting started, whether you have a lot of questions, whether you've been doing it for a long time. It's really an opportunity for you to tailor that class to meet your needs. So before the break, I was talking about if you have a lot of stuff going on in your body. So if you are pregnant or you have something like osteoporosis where a lot of exercises are going to need to be modified for your body so that it's safe for your body, you may really benefit from a private session because the teacher is making the class for you. I can tell you that as a teacher, when I'm teaching a group class, whether it's virtual or in person, I'm really creating that experience for the general healthy body. I will, especially in person, provide a lot of modifications because 
because in person I can see what everybody is doing in the room and I can offer those modifications. But virtually, I'm pretty much providing just a general workout. I may not see you if I'm teaching on something like Facebook Live, Instagram Live. I don't know how your body is responding to it, so I'm just giving you very general information. The great thing about a private is that A, I can see you, and B, I'm giving a very tailored experience. So as a student, taking a private is amazing because all of the goals that you have, all of the things that you're struggling with, and all of the questions you have can really be addressed in a supportive way. Private sessions don't have to be a recurring weekly session. That might fit in your schedule, that might fit in your price point, but it doesn't have to be a huge commitment. You can have just a single private session to really work through those questions or ask about those modifications. That's totally fine. The thing that's great about it is that you're getting personalized feedback and you'll get some ideas about things to do going forward, which will really help you, not just in virtual classes with this one teacher, but just in your life. It's individualized, you're having that teacher's attention, and you have that open communication, which is so important. And you might also, I mean, as a teacher, I'm also missing in the virtual sphere, that it kind of feels like you're teaching into a void. So privates really offer that communication and that connection with the student. I've done privates both virtual and in person for things like introducing them to Pilates, going over those Pilates principles and getting them familiar with the equipment and with the exercises so that they feel comfortable taking group classes. I've done intro to Pilates for, you know, someone who had osteoporosis and how can I do Pilates safely and also avoid spinal flexion and avoid exercises that may not be great for my body. You can definitely do that as a one-off thing. That's totally fine. And your teacher will totally understand because you're having that communication, you're setting those goals. And if your goal is, I just want to know how to modify plank for my wrist, like that's fine. Hopefully we'll do a little bit more than that. But you know, you have your own goals and it's your teacher's job to work with you to meet them. All in all, if you didn't get it, I think privates are amazing. And if you have a teacher that you love and the chance to really explore movement, I really highly recommend. I do private sessions, not just teaching them, but also taking them because it's important to me that what I'm doing, that my form is good or that I have questions. You know, I'm curious about how my body works and doesn't work and having a teacher, even for a teacher, even I would say even more for a teacher is really important and can be really, really helpful. The most amazing thing about virtual classes is that you are making movement a priority in your life, which is so wonderful and cannot be overstated how important movement is. Your body is designed to move, and the fact that you are able to explore movement at your home through these virtual classes is just incredible. The classes are good for your body, but they're not just good for your body. They're also good for your mind. I'm linking in the show notes. I was on my friend Kevin Oberhausen's podcast talking about the correlation between mental health and movement, and there are great benefits for your brain and your body when you exercise way beyond burning calories. There is kind of this idea in exercise that you exercise to like get your heart rate up and to burn those calories, and those are good things, but that's not the only thing that movement is good for, that Pilates is good for, really building that brain-body connection, building your self-esteem, and just feeling good and pain-free are benefits way beyond. And if you want even more benefits, if that's not convincing you, the previous episode on what is Pilates and why should you do it has a litany of benefits that I think you would really enjoy. If you haven't listened to that episode, definitely do. 
And this podcast is definitely about Pilates. I am a Pilates teacher, but I'm also a yoga teacher. And I also recognize that all movement is good movement or has the potential of being good movement. Moving is better than not moving for sure. Pilates is great. Yoga is great. But so is Zumba and so is other forms of exercise. So if Pilates isn't really your language or maybe you love Pilates but your partner doesn't, that's totally fine. If you can move, it's always a good thing to do. Every body is different, every brain is different, and exercise will speak to you in a different way. So if Pilates is your language, I'm so glad you're here. Pilates is my language too. But don't limit yourself and think that, oh, well, Pilates is the only thing that I can do. No, like go swim, go run, go bike, live your best life and keep moving for as long as you can. There you have it, my friends. That is some tips, some tricks on how to get the most out of your virtual classes. I talked a little bit about virtual privates. I talked about preparing to take a class. I talked about what to do during the class. And I hope I've expressed how important movement is to your daily life. So go out there and enjoy moving. I'll see you next time. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode of Pilates Students Manual. Subscribe to follow the podcast and join the community of Pilates lovers on Instagram at Pilates Students Manual. You can reach out to me there with questions, comments, or feedback, or send me an email at PilatesStudentsManual at OliviaBioni.com. If you learned something new today, share this episode and the Pilates love. The adventure continues. Until next time.